Something we're really excited about is Laura's incredible team at Northwest Harvest has done something kind of interesting for us this year. So when we are with our team at the Soto Market on December 18th, we won't just be handing out just beef. Her procurement team has put together really kind of a, a complete meal. So the idea being that it would be a holiday roast meal for families that come pick up those bags. So there's going to be fresh produce and the beef roast and then other essential nutrition. So I think it's just going to be a really great opportunity for people to kind of grab and go, if you will, really a, a complete meal that they can take home, prepare and gather their family around to celebrate with. Hello and welcome. I'm Lori Hardy. Thanks for listening in as we continue to talk with leaders in our community. Joining us today is Camus Ubelonger, C&G Cattle Company, Jackie Maddell, Director of Consumer Information, Washington State Beef Commission, and Laura Hamilton, Chief Advancement Officer with Northwest Harvest. Well, I'm so glad to have all three of you on here. And let's start with what Jackie was talking about with beef count. Okay, so Washington's beef community about a decade ago recognized that there was really an intense need within the hunger relief agency system to provide high quality beef as part of the essential nutrition that Washington's food banks and soup kitchens and, and mobile distribution units have been delivering to folks across the state. And there's a couple reasons for that. Protein is expensive in general, and also accessibility can just be a major issue. There's a lot of logistics when it comes to delivering fresh proteins, such as beef. And Washington's beef community kind of wanted to step up to that to that question and that concern and that obstacle and say, we can make a difference. And so Beef Counts was formed with kind of a collaboration between Washington's 9,000 family farmers and ranchers, several hunger relief agencies, and retail grocery store partners who stepped in and said, we want to make a difference. And Beef Counts was born. We really haven't looked back. We've just kept growing and really staying focused on kind of uniting against hunger and really delivering high quality protein to our neighbors in need over the last 10 years. And what is your role in this, Camus? I'm one of the producers. Can you say a little more? <laughs> <laughs> we make beef. I own a feedlot and then we bring cattle in and, and fatten them here. As far as the beef counts program, there's, I mean, it's back product and a lot of the, and financial support do come from producers in Washington state. And then we have Laura with Northwest Harvest. Do you want to talk about your role in all of this? Yes, we are so excited to be partnering with the beef community on the Beef Counts program. Um, I think Jackie made the really strong points that uh, nutrient-rich uh, protein source like beef is difficult for food banks and meal program pantries across the state to access. Um, it is an expensive item. And so having this program allows us to provide this to our partners throughout Western Washington in particular. We couldn't be more excited that, to have them join in, uh, especially I think this year is particularly a key year to be joining in as the a number of people facing food insecurity has skyrocketed. 
Do you have any kind of statistic on that, Laura? Yeah, unfortunately, it's ha- actually doubled since March. Doubled. Approximately 840,000 people were facing food insecurity before the pandemic set in. We're currently at one in four individuals in the state facing food insecurity. And I just was reading a statistic that it's one in two people of color at, are facing food insecurity. And so they are partnering with you to be able to deliver and give you the kind of meat that you can give out to families. That's exactly right. We just welcomed a truckload of beef last month on a rainy Tuesday, I think, our facility in Kent. Jackie was there to welcome them in. Beginning next month, we uh, will be distributing those out in Western Washington. We'll have a special event happening at Soto Community Market, which is our market distributing food to uh, people in Seattle. And we'll be distributing a thousand beef roast meal kits. And then we'll also be sending those beef roasts to our partners on the western side of the state. Does this have to do with the Northwest Harvest that we're raising money for right now? No, this is all included as part of the Home Team Harvest. Which we warm 106.9 along with King Fivers trying to raise... 20 million meals. Yep, the equivalent of 20 million meals. And so, yeah, the kind of behind-the-scenes math, and again, just giving context, we, we do calculations when we get food in. We take a look at what we calculate a pound... Um, and to be a meal and with dollars raised. And we determine then how, we're, how it is we're coming to raising these meals. And this program is going to be a huge part of that. It's so hard for people that maybe have been affected by the COVID, lost their job, because if they've never gone to a food bank, it's a hard thing to do. But how awesome that there will be Uh, because of your efforts, because of the Beef Commission, that there will be available food for families because it is a really hard thing. And what's interesting is I see how excited, well, you too, Camus is kind of straight face there. (laughs) (laughs) But how excited you are. When you're on the giving end, it is so exciting because you see a need being filled, but then you see the people that are coming in and they would rather be giving than getting. But how Uh awesome that you are stepping up. Last year, actually our goal was 7 million meals and we raised close to 8 million meals. This year, we've been partnering with King 5 for 20 years now. Uh, Warm 106 came on, was it three years ago? I think 2017. And so we decided with 20 years of doing this event and, and watching the community come out in full force, Actually, even before, before the pandemic, we were talking about, okay, how could we make 20 million meals work? And the fact that the need is now meeting this tremendous goal, it's, it's sort of an uh, odd alignment, I guess. I don't know if it's like this everywhere, but we have such a generous community. And we have seen this over and over with the pandemic, people reaching out and giving even when they're in need. And so I so see us reaching the 20 million meals and what a, what a wonderful way to serve our community in such a difficult time. Yeah, Lori, that's exactly right. It's, it's been just awe-inspiring and humbling to see how the community has come out. And I think actually Jackie and her team reaching out to us this summer I think is when we started our conversation. You're part of the community that's coming out and saying, hey, we recognize this need. We recognize that Northwest Harvest can get this food distributed to where um, it is needed. And, and it's, yeah, it's just been incredible to wake up every day and, and be a part of this. It is kind of a perfect anniversary alignment, if you will. 20 years of Home Team Harvest and kind of celebrating the generosity of the community, lining up with 
10 years of Beef Counts being a program available statewide, but kind of the first time that we've been able to coordinate our work with your work. So I know that Washington's beef community is just thrilled kind of, you know, to be joining the effort, to being a part of Home Team Harvest, to celebrating everything that we've achieved over the last year. And it's funny, it's kind of a, it's two, two sides of a coin because we're really proud of the work and the commitment that Washington's beef community has, has put forth, whether it's you know, making donations or showing up at mobile food distributions to volunteer thousands of hours and a million dollars from Washington's beef community have gone into this program over the last 10 years. But for us, that's something we're proud of and we're excited about. But just like Laura mentioned, the need is so intense this year and so, so recognized that we need to kind of really step up and keep up the work and if anything, be motivated to make a bigger difference. So we see that coming from our Washington community for sure. I know neighbors that are stepping up and helping making meals for other neighbors and that sort of thing. And and so from the, the beef community standpoint, from producers like Camus's standpoint, they've got a freezer full of beef. They, they grow beef every day. They raise beef every day. They don't have to go to the grocery store and kind of make those hard decisions when that security can be shared with someone who doesn't have that freedom and that flexibility. I think that our, our 9,000 family farmers and ranchers really get excited that they can make such an immediate difference in someone's life. Camus, can you tell us the nuts and bolts of how this works? In Eastern Washington, we do a yearly rollover auction where typically a rancher or an association will donate an animal. And they hold that auction at Toppenish Livestock in Toppenish, Washington, and then anybody can buy it. And then you basically just donate the animal back and then it's sold again and again and again. This year, it sold sold really well. And so typically a rancher donates the animal, then people bid on it and buy it. But the cool part is about beef counts is anybody can donate and it it doesn't need to be an animal or beef. It can be money or volunteers. I think there's 3000 hours of volunteer work already done. There's lots of places people can help. I know with a lot of organizations, volunteering has been a little difficult because of the COVID. Has that been true in the Northwest Harvest? It has been. Yeah. We've suspended our, our program, our volunteer program at our Kent distribution center really out of safety concerns for our staff, for our volunteers, and we've been fortunate to have the National Guard in so that we have a steady workforce uh, doing the food sorting and packaging the emergency food boxes that we've been doing, uh, putting together throughout the pandemic. We've had a smaller, our smaller program running in at the Soto Community Market, and smaller still, we've sort of cut back but been doing limited volunteer options at our distribution centers in Yakima and Spokane. And how about for when you were talking, Camus, about volunteers? Of course, we can volunteer animals or money. What about service? What kind of service things do people do to help out this effort? It's no small feat handing out that many meals, right? I know, uh, like in Laura's facility, they take, they take volunteers and you can help bag and package. Me and my company have personally volunteered is at the handouts where we actually hand deliver it to the people that are in line waiting for it. But there's there's quite a few different places that a person could fill in if they wanted to. Yeah. What's that like for you when you've you've donated, you've helped and then you get to hand it to somebody? What's that like for you? It's it's pretty cool. I mean, like Jackie alluded to, I mean, we're, especially where like in my place, I mean, there's no shortage of food around here and to to give it to somebody and then they walk away and you can tell that they they really needed it. it 
it, it feels good. It's good to help. It's just been a pleasure over the last 10 years, a support staff person that kind of helps facilitate behind the scenes of connecting beef counts to the hunger relief agencies that we work with across the state. It's a, like I said before, kind of a two sides of a coin. You, you feel this wonderful sense of pride. The farmers and ranchers that I'm working shoulder to shoulder with that were being able to help feed hungry people. And at the same time, it's very humbling that you can see, literally see the deep thanks and gratitude that that folks express is whether they're walking through the line or of late, we've done some drive-through kind of um, mobile food market activities. The work that we're going to do with Northwest Harvest here in December is going to look even a little bit more different at their Soto Market on December 18th. So yeah, it's it's just a humbling experience, but at the same time, it really fills your cup, right? It really makes you grateful for what you have and grateful for the people that you work with. Yeah, it's it's been an amazing experience over the last 10 years to to watch beef counts grow and just let, you know, 3000 volunteer hours. And that's coming from folks like Camus, his wife, they've brought their kids before. It's great. We have activities all over the state, almost year round, honestly. So this month of December, this big push, we've got a lot of activities happening this week, next, and the next week. And so, yeah, we're just really grateful for the people that show up and stand in the rain and the snow and, <laughs> and the heat in the summertime right. um, and help feed hungry families. That's, that's what we're here to do. And I noticed in your title, it's information. And I love that you want people to know that this is happening because there's so many things when you are okay and you don't have to worry about food that you don't think about. And to think that all these people are working together to feed these people and they're bringing the thing they love. So if you're a rancher and you love beef, you bring beef. And so I just think it's so important that people understand and see the generosity and that not like to get a pat on the back, but also to see that businesses and organizations are number one working together and they're giving so generously. That was, I think, what surprised me is because I have worked with homeless people and meat is not a thing they get. They get a lot of pasta and spaghetti. And so it really warms my heart to think that these families, this Christmas, this push, are going to get really great meals. Yeah, I mean, something we're really excited about and, and something that we kind of touched on earlier is Laura's incredible team at Northwest Harvest has done something kind of interesting for us this year. So when we are with our team at the Soto Market on December 18th, we won't just be handing out just beef. Her procurement team has put together really kind of a, a complete meal. So with the idea being that it would be a holiday roast meal for families that come pick up those bags. So there's going to be fresh produce and the beef roast and then other essential nutrition um, so I think it's just going to be a really great opportunity for people to kind of grab and go, if you will, really a, a complete meal that they can take home, prepare and gather their family around to celebrate with. I love the intention of that because often when people give, it's like, oh, here, take this, but you are focusing on making it not only a great experience, but I don't want to be McDonald's, but the full meal deal. So you're adding all these extra things and you're making it special. Yeah. Northwest yeah. Harvest has done a great job with that. Thank you, Jackie. And it's, it goes to the heart of 
just a, a core value of Northwest Harvest, which has always been about providing dignity for people facing food insecurity. The Soto Community Market is designed around that. Pre-COVID times, the market was intentionally designed to provide a shopping experience for people coming in to choose foods that fit their dietary needs and, and their family and cultural needs. It's a market, a grocery market that doesn't require money when they leave. We've had to shift that because of the pandemic and because of the need for social distancing. And so we are currently handing food out. But even within that, we build in choice wherever we can. And so the meal kits will be one of those choices available on the 18th. Jackie was describing it will be really giving the opportunity for a meal, a full meal. I love that, that you're looking at the dignity and understanding that choice is so important. One thing I always like to ask is, what brought you to this work? So let's start with you, Laura. What brought you to this work? Well, I came into this work uh, primarily through fundraising. I've always loved being a part of an organization where I can match an individual's passion with just the great mission of the organization that I'm working for. And what drew me to working at Northwest Harvest was really their commitment to dignity and, in addition, their commitment to looking at the root causes of, of what impacts, what brings people to food insecurity in the first place. So we do a lot of work beyond the food distribution in affecting policies and laws to make sure that people just have access to equitable access to, to food. And it sounds like nutrition is a big part of that, yes. more than just food. Exactly. How about you, Jackie? I see you smiling. What brings you to this work? <laughs> I just I just love it when someone's career is actually an avocation that they're really passionate about. So I grew up a rancher's daughter on a small beef cattle operation and a little little farm in southeast King County. I knew that being a professional rancher, it was not going to be my long, my long-term career. So for me, it was about identifying opportunities to kind of put to work what I knew with my passion. And I knew that I wanted to continue to be able to work with farmers and ranchers. So joining the Washington State Beef community right out of college has just been like coming home. So for me, it, it provides me the opportunity to do the consumer information work that I kind of feel called to. That's definitely my professional wheelhouse, but it still allows me to keep myself deeply rooted in Washington's beef community and stay connected with the, the fine folks like Camus. Thank you. And Camus, what brought you to this work? Did you grow up in it? So what brought me into it? Mainly debt. No, no, I didn't grow up doing this. I, I'm first generation. I started our place. Me and my wife bought it in 2008 and it started out as just me, small, like a thousand head feedlot. And then over the last, uh, Oh, a few years, we feed about 4,000 head at one time and farm about 500 acres. And do you love it? Oh, yeah. I got a cool job. The, I mean, like my guys, my employees are awesome. Uh, we got a great team, good guys. A lot of times, I think a lot of those people get forgot about more than anything. We've got 30 pens full of cattle out here, and I'm in here talking on a computer, but somebody's taking care of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, they, those guys really need a round of applause all their hard work and inevitably it gives me the ability to take time and go to go give back and do some of those things and i've said this before and it's it's kind of a i think it's a neat way to explain and empower my people that so they do understand this and jackie's heard it before but 
when we bring cattle into the feedlot and when we ship them out, there's a total pounds that they put on in the time that they're here. And in a year's time, those pounds, if you take the pounds that the average U.S. consumer eats, my feedlot feeds 65,000 families a year. Wow. So on a small footprint of land and very efficient and clean and well run. So yeah, I, I love what I do. I mean, it's pretty cool. Well, thank you for what you do and for being so willing to be part of all of this. Let's talk about how people can give and donate. Jackie? There are a few ways that you can participate in this. If you're interested in being a part of Home Team Harvest, you can actually go to your local Safeway or Albertson stores. And uh, it's actually as simple as making a donation at the checkout stand. The pin pads are set up to receive donations and that program will actually uh, provide Safeway gift vouchers for families to be able to shop at their local Safeway stores. If people are really interested in this Beef Counts program, we have Beef Counts donation page set up and people can make donations straight online. Jackie, actually, I'll let you give that that webpage. I realize I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, of course, the the kind of shortest web address to get to is the Washington State Beef Commission's homepage, which is wabeef.org. And right on that homepage, we have a a link to our Beef Counts page, and that's where all the donation buttons are, if you will. And that'll take you into Northwest Harvest's um, donation system. Something that I think is super cool, Northwest Harvest, of course, accepts the generosity of Washington's community throughout the year for all of the work that they do, but they did set up a a specific account, if you will, for beef counts. So if anyone is really specifically interested in helping put beef on the tables of hungry families, they can make a donation specifically for that, which I think is great. I know you guys do that with, with programs throughout the year. So we're just really proud of that. That hopefully beef counts is going to be a seasonal program, kind of an evergreen program with Northwest Harvest. So it's there all the time and beef starts becoming more and more available um, to Northwest Harvest throughout the season. And then they can just get it out to their folks as they need it, which I think is amazing. We have until the end of December for the 20 million meals. How far are we now? We are actually, as of Thanksgiving, we were at close to 11 million meals. Wow. Over halfway there. Yes. Awesome. Yes. And this, this program is, is definitely a part of that. Yeah. Such a small amount to give. It's not like it's going to break anybody's bank. And when we can't go out and volunteer, what a better way to help than to give financially, even if it's a small amount. And I think sometimes people think, well, if I can't give a hundred bucks, what's it worth? But it really is. If you think thousand people give $10. I mean, Uh so any little bit that you can give uh, at the store or on the website is going to make a huge difference. When do you start planning for Christmas, Laura? (laughs) Um, We'll start conversations about next season. We might give ourselves January off. But then we'll start in February as we start looking forward to the full year. See, and I think people don't think about that either, how an effort like this, it didn't just start in September, it starts the beginning of the year and that it takes a lot of people and a lot of work and a lot of enthusiasm because when you're coming up against hitting walls, when things aren't quite working out, you need that energy. And I I see you guys, you're just so excited uh, to keep it going and to not lose heart once in a while. So any last things before we go? The final word I would say would be one of gratitude. It's gratitude for the beef community. It's gratitude for our partners like Jackie and Camus and, and for 
just people generally who are stepping up in such an incredible way to make sure that that we're all taking care of each other. Yeah, absolutely. I would completely echo that. It's a real blessing, especially this time of year. I think people kind of count their blessings a little bit, a little bit more, but it is an incredible blessing to work with and for people that are so dedicated day in and day out to, you know, feeding their community, feeding, feeding the Pacific Northwest, feeding the world really. And so I'm just really proud to be part of Washington's beef community and have partners like Northwest Harvest and, and other, other hunger relief agencies that really, really step up to the plate and address food insecurity day in and day out year round. It's, it's really kind of a match made in heaven. So we're just pretty, pretty happy to have such incredible partners to work with. I love that. I have to actually make sure to include Hubbard Radio and Warm 106 and our King 5 media partner. We really can do so much more because of the reach that you help us with. Absolutely. Well, thank you. I know that we're really pushing for the 20 million meals and for it to happen. And we all love to do our part. I also wanted to mention that often when people do receive help, then when they get on their feet and get better, it seems like they're so much more willing to give back. And so I would say to anybody that's in need and has to receive help this year, that it's okay. Know that your turn will come to give back. And I'm just so grateful for you people who do that hard work. And I mean, we get kind of the glory, the radio part, the TV part, but to see you guys doing this hard work and that you're passionate and that you really have the heart that you want people not only to eat, but to eat well. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yep. Happy holidays. I'm Lori Hardy. Thanks for listening today. We hope you've learned something new. Join us again next week as we continue to talk with people that are making a difference in our community.